What's going on, guys, and welcome to the Slam Dunk Touchdown Podcast, your show to keep you up to date with everything in football and basketball across college and professional. And without further ado, let's start today's show. And with the intro out of the way, welcome to a brand new episode of the Slam Dunk Touchdown Podcast. It has been a pretty good while since I've had an episode uploaded, That, and I'll just apologize for that first. Just a lot of stuff going on. Uh, starting college, that was definitely something that kind of slowed things down a bit, but uh, I'm back, trying to get back to, you know, getting uploads every week, so, you know, enough about me and enough about my excuses, let's talk, uh, I know there are obviously the NBA Finals have been going on, but to me, that series is over, Uh, please just ignore me and Austin Hill's predictions from one of my last few podcasts, just don't hear those. I mean, his award predictions were pretty much spot on, but uh, don't don't listen to our playoff predictions in that they were they were not they were not good. And speaking of predictions, uh, my NFL predictions that I did post on uh, Insta- on Instagram and Facebook are are not are not looking too good. I mean, the Chiefs look good. The Chiefs look good, but the Saints, the team I picked to go to the NFC. From, uh, pick to win the NFC have looked not looked good, but we'll get we'll get to them in a second. But now let's just talk uh, football. Football's been back on. We're a quarter of the way through the NFL season. It just feels good to have NFL back on. Um, but you know, uh, lately there's been some COVID outbreaks, starting with Tennessee. Yeah, thank you Tennessee for canceling the Steelers football game this weekend. You know. Appreciate that a lot. And then, obviously, there was an outbreak in New England. Well, I wouldn't say an outbreak. Their starting QB tested positive, and then their starting defensive back uh, tested positive today. So there's a couple uh, coronavirus tests going on. Tennessee has got at least 20-plus guys that have tested positive for that. So we will just – right now it's just Tennessee. and Maybe it might be New England. They're still doing some more testing after two of their guys did uh, test positive. But enough about COVID. Let's just talk about the NFL first. So, like I said, they're a quarter of the way through the season. And I'm just going to talk about my surprise teams and maybe some teams that are just meh. Let's just start. Let's start with some teams in the AFC. Let's start Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are 4-0. Yes, you heard that right. Buffalo Bills are undefeated and are in first place at AFC East. And that is solely due to a dominant defense and their start their starting QB, Josh Allen, taking a huge leap in this first quarter of the season. He he has honestly looked like an MVP candidate uh, for the Buffalo Bills. And then you give him a Pro Bowl wide receiver in Stephon Diggs. And like I said, along with that elite defense, this is a Buffalo Bills team that could be dangerous if they can keep up uh, the level that they're playing right now. They keep this up, they're going to be a very tough team to beat uh, come playoff time. And now, uh, the I mean, obviously New England. I talked about them. There's just kind. They've looked good, but yet I, there's just some stuff going on with COVID that could affect the next few weeks. Uh, we'll come back to that whenever they're back at full strength. Uh, the Dolphins are eh, okay. I mean, one and three. I'll give them that. They won a game faster than I thought they would. But you know, nothing really much to talk about there. Tua Tagovailoa is still not starting. I'm sure he will at some point this year, but. Uh, he isn't right now. And then the worst team, without a doubt, in the AFC East, the New York Jets. When I say 
that this is probably the worst, the most pathetic team in the NFL. I honestly mean that. Their offensive line, terrible. The defense, terrible. Sam Darnold, they can't keep him healthy. The Adam Gase, the Jets head coach, is just trying to freaking destroy him every single week. It's absolutely ridiculous. And and that explains why he's going to be out the next few weeks with an arm injury. But, yeah, Jets, Jets are 0-4, lost to a Broncos team that happened had not also was – the Broncos were also winless. And now there's just a lot of question of whether the Jets head coach Adam Gase is going to get fired or not. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets fired in a few weeks if they don't win a game. But the Jets are Jets are just a mess. That's the important factor here. New, the Jets are an absolute mess. Pretty much all of New York is a mess. Uh, NFC North, the Steelers. From me being a Steelers fan, I'll try to keep this as unbiased as possible. But uh, we're three and zero. Would be four and zero again. Thank you Tennessee for deciding to have an outbreak the week we play all. Um, but through three weeks, the team has looked. Pretty good. That defense has looked awesome, like I expected it to be. That offense is good, but I don't know if it's – I mean, it's better than last year, which is not saying that much. I mean, shoot, that could have – really could have been – anything could be better than our offense last year. But, uh, you know, they're 3-0, they're you know, like I said, but haven't really played any big opponents. The Giants, uh, they played the Texans, and they – they just haven't really played any other big teams. The Texans are probably the biggest team that they have played. I mean, Denver was a good team that they played week two, but then when we knocked out their starting QB, yeah, things just kind of went uh, downhill for them. But, you know, there's still a lot of uh, football to play. Next up, uh, the Ravens. I mean, they're 3-1. and one. They're a good football team. Uh, they looked good the, through three week, the first, uh, three out of four weeks. The week again, they played Kansas City last week. Ooh, that, that was a rough game to watch. Lamar was just struggling, throwing the ball. He took off like he was a running back again. It's just – and that's obviously been the one thing. I mean, Lamar Jackson's won an MVP. He has dominated against every single team. But his two biggest things that he's struggled with so far is winning in the playoffs – and beating Patrick Mahomes. And until he gets those things figured out, he's just going to be known as, well, a quarterback that can just run and can't really throw the ball. And then the surprise team of the AFC North is, yeah, Cleveland Browns. The Browns are 3-1. and one. When I say that I am actually scared of how good the Browns look, I mean that. I mean, the running game, I mean, this could also be a difference in a few weeks, though, because they did lose their star running back, Nick Chubb. Uh, at least for a few weeks. I know it was some MCL injury, but that's a big loss for the Browns. But they still have Kareem Hunt, a former Pro Bowl running back that's really good. Baker Mayfield has honestly not looked like complete, uh, completely awful as he did last year. They're actually getting Odell Beckham Jr. the ball. And the defense has actually played pretty well too, besides nearly giving up a 27-point lead to the Cowboys last week. But, you know, like I said, I mean, the loss of Nick Chubb, their star running back, is going to maybe cost them a few games down the stretch. But this Browns team, when I say they could potentially get into the playoffs, I actually mean that. And then, obviously, the Bengals, that is just – I mean, they're, they're all right. They're doing all right, you know. They're doing about as good as expected. Joe Burrow has looked good, but his offensive line is absolutely awful. He's not getting any help there nor is he getting help with any of the defense. Basically, it's Joe Burrow by himself there. So 
until we get some help, this the Bengals aren't going to do anything really. Uh, AFC South, uh, the Titans. They have looked good through three weeks again. They but question is if they're going to even play this upcoming week due to I think twenty two players that have COVID, and also apparently they schedule workouts, private workouts uh, that while they were still in quarantine and. That kind of got him in trouble with the league office. So, I don't know what's going on with Tennessee. But through three weeks, they have looked pretty good. Uh, running the ball, I mean, Derrick Henry's just a beast. So, and Ryan Tannehill, their QB that they paid a lot for, a QB that threw for maybe 80 yards in the playoffs. Um, they've looked, they look decent. Then again, this division in AFC South is kind of weird. Next up is the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, they're, they're an interesting team because – Here's a team week one that played Jacksonville, a team that was supposed to be, you know, one of the worst teams in the NFL, was in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes for that QB. And then they go out and lose to Jacksonville. But since then, they've won three straight games. You know, I, I, don't, I don't understand it. Uh, I mean, this defense for them has looked – the defense for the Colts has looked really good, I will say that. And Phillip Rivers, I mean, he's looked – Decent, you know, I wouldn't say he's looked like, you know, elite, but he's been doing enough to get that team to 3-1, and one. but this Colts defense, I'm telling you, might be one of the best and probably one of the most underrated defenses in the NFL, so uh, keep an eye out for them. Jacksonville is an interesting team, you know, they started out 1-0, and beating the Colts, everyone was like, oh, they're not going to tank for uh, Trevor Lawrence, and then they're going to go out and maybe compete, and they've lost three in a row since then. And the next week they lost to Tennessee, and everyone's like, okay, they were supposed to lose to them. And then they go out and lose to the Dolphins. That was just – that was a really bad game. Not a lot. And that was especially bad for me because I started, decided to start Gardner Minshew in fantasy. Did not work out really well. But, you know, and then they lost to Cincinnati this week. So, obviously, there's – you know – there was some promise at the start of the year, but it's slowly declining, and now it looks like they might get back into that uh, tank for Trevor sweepstakes. And then, without a doubt, probably the biggest joke of a team right now, the Houston Texans, 0-4. Now, don't get me wrong. They played the Ravens. No, they played the Chiefs. They played the Ravens, and they played the Steelers, and then they played the Vikings. All four were playoff teams last year. yes. They are good. But you got to remember, Houston was also a playoff team last year that won a playoff game and was up 24-0 on the Chiefs last year before blowing that in one quarter. And now they, they not only most of those games they lost, they weren't really that close except for the uh, Steelers game and the Vikings game. But they have just not looked good. That defense has not looked good for them. And you got to remember, the Texans trade away their star wide receiver – this trade still doesn't make any sense. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals for a washed-up running back named David Johnson. That trade still makes no sense. But, you know, there is some good news for Houston. Obviously, uh, the other uh, on Monday night, they announced that they had fired their head coach through four after an 0-4 start. Now, I, don't, I feel like, yes, that coach should have been fired because this coach was also the GM that made that terrible move trading away DeAndre Hopkins. But he's also the coach that has got them a few division uh, division titles, has gotten them to the playoffs. But he has made a bunch of questionable moves, so I'd say he would deserve this. I would definitely say that. 
And then the AFC West, I mean, it's pretty much Kansas City. Kansas City's looked really good through four weeks. Nothing really to complain about there. The Raiders started out 2-0, but then they lost two in a row. Um, there's just a lot of questions there. And then the Chargers and the Broncos, I mean, for the Chargers, Justin Herbert has looked really good in his first few starts. It shows that maybe the Chargers have their brand-new franchise uh, QB. And then Denver, they really haven't got to do a lot because they – are literally the most one of the most injury te- injured teams, if not the most injured team in the NFL. So, um, uh, pretty much that's the char- uh, Chiefs and Raiders for them to lose right now. All right, now let's get into the NFC, and we will start with the biggest joke for a division in football, and that is the NFC East. If you, if there are any NFC East fans listening to this, I am not sorry for what I said. Your division is a complete joke. Let's start with the Eagles. They're in first place at 1-2-1. and one. This is the only division, only division in the NFL. <clears throat> only division in the NFL. <clears throat> only division in the NFL where there is a uh they have not their first place does not have a record above 500, which is pretty pretty sad, I will say. But yeah, the Eagles are 1-2-1 and one and in first place. They, the Eagles have looked absolutely terrible. They are completely injured, that whole team. They tied with the Bengals, the team that had the number one pick last year. And then they go out and beat an, in, an injured 49ers team on Sunday night, and all of a sudden they're in first place. That's how big of a joke this division is. First place is absolutely awful. Second place, the Washington football team is in second place, but who knows what they're going to do. Because they benched their starting QB, uh, the second-year QB, Dwayne Haskins, after four games. And this is coming off a game in which he posted a career-high in passing yards, career-high in completion percentage, and zero turnovers. And he went from QB1 last week to QB3 this week. Yeah, they bumped up his backup as a starter, and the third-string QB, Alex Smith, is going to be the new backup QB. I just He's in his second year. You don't expect him to go out and be elite. But... You you got to give him some time still to develop. It's only his second year, and he's played thirteen total games. He's just I mean the I mean this is just, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But you know the Washington football team is was kind of considered being a team that was tanking again this year. Tanking. I don't know if they're tanking for Trevor. They might be now if they bench in the QB that they drafted in last year's draft in the first round. Uh, next up is America's favorite team, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. This this team this team on offense might is the might be the best offense in the NFL, and it pains me to say that it really does. Dak has looked really good. Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Zeke has looked kind of slow for the Cowboys, I will say, but that defense, ooh, that defense for the Cowboys has looked completely. Garbage. That does not look like a good defense one bit. I mean, you if you would have saw the Browns game, I'm sure many people heard about what happened. They were down 41-14. to 14. That offense got them back into the game, and then the defense just needed to get one more stop. One stop. And they just didn't know how to tackle Odell Beckham. But yeah, the Cowboys are a good offensive team. And I don't know how far that's going to take them with a defense that is completely awful. Like, probably one of the worst defenses in the NFL. And then the last place team, a team that has not won a game yet. When I said that New York teams were a mess, I did not mean that. The New York Giants. 
Now, obviously, part of this is due to them losing their star running back, uh, Saquon Barkley, which is obviously tough. He's probably one of the best running backs in the NFL. Towards ACL done for the year. Um, but, you know, there's other factors with that. The defense, last week against the Rams, this past week, did not look too bad. Weeks before that were absolutely terrible. Daniel Jones, second-year guy. I know he's second-year guy. But when you overdraft a guy that wasn't supposed to go until maybe the second or third round at six overall, you expect him to be progressing. He is not. If anything, he has looked worse, you know. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry to my friends uh, Drew and Carter that are Giants fans that are watching this, but your, your team's terrible. This is a uh, – to me, if you're the Giants, I say you let Daniel Jones keep on playing, obviously. Let him progress a little bit. If he doesn't show a lot of improvement near the end of the season – you might just ditch him, let him go, trade him somewhere, let him be a backup, and just try to get in these tank, uh, get this Trevor Lawrence sweepstake. That's at least what I would do if I was the Giants. Okay, next up, the NFC North. I really don't want to say much about the Lions. They have just not looked like a good team. That They have blown multiple leads early in games. They, they've just looked very rough. And I wouldn't be surprised that their coach, Matt Patricia, is gone. Uh, after this season, it really wouldn't surprise me. And then Minnesota, I this was a playoff team last year and a team that a lot of people thought would be good. I mean, yes, they traded away their star wide receiver, but they got a good haul of picks for him. They picked up uh, Yannick Ngakwe from Jacksonville, a great defensive lineman. Yes, they lost some older corner cornerbacks, but they also picked up some uh, younger ones to come in there that are a lot more athletic. And yet this team has just not looked good. Kirk Cousins, the QB. Has not looked good. Then again, he 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 has not looked really good since he really got to Minnesota. They basically are riding on the back of their running back, Dalvin Cook. That's basically what they're riding off of. And, yeah, those two teams we're not really talking about. I want to talk next. Obviously, the Packers are 4-0, and they look really, really good. This pains me to say because they beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl. But Aaron Rodgers is playing out of his mind right now. He is playing like he is like super angry. Then again, I don't blame him. The Packers picked a QB in the first round this in the first round of the draft this past year. That made no sense at all. But he has come out and has played really well. That offense with running back Aaron Jones and with few very wide receivers, Devontae Adams being their really only true wide receiver, they have just not they have just looked really, really good. And especially on the defensive side of the ball, they have looked good. Preston Smith, Zadarius Smith, and other players on that defense have looked really good. Trust me, this Packers team, last year they went 13-3 and and they did not look like a good football team at all. I'm sorry to any people that are Packers fans. I know one of them. Uh, but last year they were 13-3, and but they also had a bunch of flaws. So far this year, I don't see really any flaws with this Packers team, which should scare some of the teams in the NFC. And then uh, the Bears are 3-1, and but they are not a good football team. Let me just get that out of the way. Their offense... Their defense has still looked pretty good, I will say that. That defense is still going to help carry them. It's what's really led them to a 3-1 start. But that QB situation, I mean, you start Mitch Trubisky, which you know a lot of people still question, and he did okay through the first two weeks, good enough to get him to 2-0. And then they go play in Atlanta, and he starts not doing well. They fall behind 26-10. And then so they bench him and bring in Nick Foles, the guy they traded for in the offseason. And he leads a miraculous comeback, and they're like, okay, Mitch Trubisky, you're gone. Nick Foles is in. Offense is fixed. Next week, they go play the Colts, and 
the offense did not look good. Now, part of that could be due to the Colts having a really good defense, but still, this Bears offense, until they get this offense figured out, I'm, I don't think they're even going to make the playoffs. And I know they're a 3-1 team, which is a pretty good start to the season, but until they get that QB situation or some kind of rhythm with that offense, they aren't going to go anywhere. Uh, the NFC South, Tampa Bay, obviously Tom Brady and that Bruce Arians and that bunch down there. Looked good offensively so far. Um, I mean, obviously there's the loss to the Saints week one, but they, I mean, they have not looked like a bad football team. They've looked, I would say, decent. I wouldn't say great. I mean, this week against the Chargers, their offense did look really well. Tom Brady looked like his normal self they did in New England. But, you know, I'm, I just don't know about this team. I just wonder if it can hold up for the whole year. I just don't know. Obviously, they lost one of their starting tight ends to a season for an Achilles injury. So, that means Gronk is going to have to step up even more. But, you know, I, I mean, I think they can still, like I said in, the, in my predictions, I think they can still make the playoffs. But it'll, it'll just have to wait and see. Uh, the Saints, of course, my team I picked to go to the Super Bowl from the NFC. I'm going to be honest. They, they've not looked good. They're 2-2, two and two, which is a good thing. But Drew Brees, his age is showing pretty, pretty bad. I mean, the guy cannot can barely throw the ball more than five yards down the field, which is not going to get it done at the QB position. I mean, the defense has looked uh, decent but not good enough. I mean, so there's just still a lot of questions on this Saints team. Obviously, they've been missing their star wide receiver, Michael Thomas, since week one. If they Once he gets back, maybe they get back on track. But I don't know if one wide receiver can fix those type of situations. If they can, then Mike Thomas is, a, is an even better wide receiver than people say so. But they still got a lot of things to figure out. Uh, Carolina. You know, it's a team that people thought they didn't know if they were going to be rebuilding or if they were going to be decent heading into the year. I mean, they're 2-2. Two and two. You know, their first two weeks they didn't they did not look okay. But then, I mean, they started 0-2. Then they lost their star running back, Christian McCaffrey, uh, also on my fantasy team, uh, to a injury that he's been out, I think, the last two weeks. And it's supposed to be at least uh, two more weeks. RIP to my fantasy team. Uh, but you know, he, but the last two weeks they played the Chargers and the Cardinals, and they managed to win, and they're back at 500. So I don't know how to feel about this Panthers team. Yes, they won two in a row, but I wouldn't say it's against two really good football teams. Yeah, I, it's just still like I said, kind of early to tell. So I have to wait and see with Teddy Bridgewater in them. And then the Atlanta Falcons. Who Atlanta? Oh boy, Atlanta. Um. To my friend JJ, it's a Falcons fan. I just want to uh, uh, just tell you I'm sorry if I say anything that might hurt you for that. Uh, you, you, y'all, y'all need to just scrape everything and and rebuild. Or just you know, first of all, Dan Quinn, the Falcons coach, has got to go. I mean, you want to talk about multiple leads blown? I mean, it started with the Super Bowl a few years ago. Sorry to bring that up to any Falcon, other Falcons fans that listen. And then you get to this year, you have a big lead against Dallas in the final five minutes, and then you forget the rules of an onside kick and don't dive on the ball. I mean, that should be something that a coach, te- that players should know when they come into the league. And coaches shouldn't have to tell them, but also coaches should remind them. And then the next week, you're like, no way it happens again. They have a double-digit lead against the Bears in the final minutes of the fourth quarter, and they go and do it again. And then they, And then, you know... 
They're, it's not like they were going to win the next week. They were playing Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, and that just didn't work. That They never stood a chance, even if they did start 3-0 in that game, I don't think. But this Falcons team is just not good. They're a joke. Their defense is not is not good. Matt Ryan, uh, Julio Jones, their wide receiver, can't seem to stay healthy. This is just a team that just needs to pack it up and just maybe maybe even join the tank bowl for Trevor Lawrence. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe they trade away Matt Ryan at the midseason point to a team that could use a QB that's uh, semi-contending. Bears, maybe. That could be an interesting uh, destination. But, yeah, if I'm Atlanta, fire Dan Quinn, scratch everything, try to rebuild. This is just – it's just done. And then the NFC West, uh, the Seahawks are 4-0. They are without a doubt, to me, one of the best teams in the NFL. Russell Wilson is who I want to win – who I think should win MVP. If they were given one through the first four weeks. He's looked really good, but they have a couple injuries on defense and a couple injuries at running back, and yet they're still 4-0. So I think they're a good team. I don't know. Like I said, I was picking between them and the Saints to get to the Super Bowl. And the right they're playing right now, I still think that they might go. They're definitely going to the Super Bowl if they continue to play at this rate. Uh, the Rams are three and one, but I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, their defense has looked really good through the first few weeks, but that offense, I mean, it's looked decent, but it hasn't looked, you know, on the elite level. So, I don't know. I think it might come down to how far that defense takes them with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Uh, and then, obviously, the Cardinals have looked decent. They started out 2-0, and and people are like, wow, Cardinals look good. DeAndre Hopkins made a difference. Kyler Murray is might be an early MVP candidate. And then they go out and lose two in a row to the Lions and the Panthers. And now I'm sort of confused on what I think of them. Because they started out 2-0. It's like, wow, maybe they might be a playoff team. Then they've lost the two straight games to teams that aren't playoff teams, at least in my in my opinion. So uh, I don't know how to feel about them. Like I said, so early in the season. We'll see how it progresses. Uh, next up is San Francisco. That team, this team, honestly, the fact that they're 2-2, two and two, I'm impressed with that. The amount of injuries this team has had to key players – on the defensive line, the QB, running backs, wide receivers, even some defensive backs. The fact that they're 2-2, two and two, this Niners team uh, should be proud of that one. But, yeah, that's going to do for, like, my thoughts through the first four weeks of the NFL. There's a lot to digest there. And, like I said, it's still early in the season. Anything can happen. Maybe one of these 0-4 teams turn around and make a playoff run. Or maybe one of these 4-0 teams collapse and don't even make the playoffs. There's still a lot that could happen. Now, before I close out, I didn't get to really talk about college football. Uh, I only want to talk about one thing when it comes to college football. The Razorbacks won a football game. That is a reason to celebrate. Breaking the 20 games uh, losing streak in the SEC, Sam Pittman uh, and that Razorback defense looked like the real deal. Trust me. Uh, I think they looked really good. The offense still is kind of questionable, I would say. But if that defense continues to play – the way it does, Arkansas could be looking to maybe picking up two, maybe even three wins in the SEC. I really don't know. But also, uh, another thing I want to talk about real quickly before I close, the Big 12 in college football is a joke. Oklahoma does not look good. Texas does not look good. The only the only undefeated team left is Oklahoma State, and they didn't even look that good. So, But yeah, that's going to wrap it up uh, for this episode of the Slam Dunk Touchdown Podcast. Uh, I'm going to try to have a new episode out every single Wednesday. That's my plan. It's kind of right in the middle of the week. 
uh, following all the NFL and college football games on Monday, uh, Saturday through Monday, and most of the NFL games from Thursday through Monday. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be my plan. Uh, like I said, there will be a message link below if you want to send me a message on stuff you want me to talk about, what you thought about the podcast. I know I've gotten one message so far from that. Um, there's also, you can also obviously listen to this podcast, share it with other people. I would greatly appreciate that, but it'll be available on, you know, Spotify and pretty much any other place that really has podcasts available. But with that being said, I want to thank you for, uh, joining me today on today's, on this episode. We're finally getting back to, uh, progress with the show and I'm going to try to get back to consistent uploads. That is my plan. So, again, I want to thank you for listening to this episode, and I will see you all next week.